Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less. My name is Misty Stinnett, and in the ether, somewhere in space, somewhere in the Hollywood Hills, is Ms. Lisa Linky. You you can recognize that burp anywhere by now. <laughs> the burp that launched a thousand ships. Thank you. Normally on this podcast, we try to make your life suck less by reading and reviewing a popular self-help book. But that's Friday's episode. So you guys, this is a Tuesday. And Tuesday. it is a Tuesday. This is the weekly buff. Nope. Oh. The buff weekly. The weekly beef. Your tenderloin of knowledge and supplemental material. Oh, boy. (laughs) It's already going off the rails. This, instead of a self-help book, because who can care about those? This is our time for supplemental material. As Lisa likes to say, it is the lab to your lecture. As Misty likes to say, it's how we prove that we're walking the walk. And then I have an anxiety attack. Yeah, because... (laughs) Oh my God. What Kel pressure, Kel drama. Um, anyway, <laughs> we prove ourselves in the gauntlet of the weekly beef of the weekly beef gauntlet wrapped in a <laughs> pastry crust with a nice little gravy boat on the side. Anyway, uh, it's our time to do anything. Dear God, anything other than read another book. And Dear uh, God. yeah, and we check in on homework. So we had a really uh, unique homework last time, which was we we reviewed the book. So you want to talk about race mm-hmm. by Ijeoma Oluo. And spoiler alert, it's fantastic. You should buy it. Why haven't yeah. you already? Oh, Please buy it. And speaking of reviews, if you would be so kind to... Pause this recording right now. Subscribe, rate, and review. Go help yourself. It really helps other people find our shows. It does some kind of magic, like sexy whispering into iTunes algorithms. Speaking of sexy whispering, here's where Misty and I play good cop, bad cop. She's good cop, bad, bad cop. And I say, you know, we're we're not doing this for our own fun. We're doing it for your benefit. <laughs> the least you could do is no. flick up and hit five stars. I don't care. Hit one star, but have a reason for it. But hit a star. That's what I said on my last date. Hey, yo, what? <laughs> listen, listen. No, we really what? appreciate you. Do- no, don't worry about it. I don't know. A, a friend. I'm asking for a friend. Okay. Anyway. We do appreciate it. No, we do oh my because God, it helps other people so find us. We get emails from listeners who say, I found you because I just searched self-help, self-help on, podcast. Yeah. on a podcast. And and that's how we they found us. So if you're trying to keep us for yourselves, stop it. We're your tiny pocket friends. We're always in your pocket. There are hundreds of hours of content for you to listen to. And we would really love a little tap a tap and a little, even if you go... Love it, L-U-V-I-T, and you don't even put spaces in between. That's a review. That counts. Thanks so much. Yeah. Anyway, we really do love you, and we do it for the love of you and the love of this and our continued education. Thanks for being for on the love of that. God, give us a review. Thank you. So anyway, I challenged all of our listeners on the last episode. I didn't give Lisa homework because she is like deep, deep, deep into this, but we share a list of actions you can take instead of just talking about race. 
the author provided this beautiful list of like 13 or 15 actions that you could take right away to start dismantling racism in your own little sphere of the world. So I challenged everyone to do that. So if you did that, please write us, go help yourself podcast at gmail.com. Let us know how it went. Yes. So Lisa, I'm sorry. I was chomping at the bit because <laughs> as if you had um, given this homework and, and the famous celebrities around the world were listening, Misty, <laughs> I have examples today of people acknowledging their complicity and racism and working to undo it in their industry. Amazing. So I'm going to start with Big Mouth. You're a favorite show of yours I and mine on Netflix. I love Big Mouth on Netflix. It is so poignant. Oh my God. Funny. I love it. <laughs> you sound like Lola. Well, yeah. Oh um, so one of the characters whose name is Missy, um, she is a half white, half black Jewish teenage girl is played by Jenny Slate. Yeah. And Jenny posted something today as we are uh, recording. And this is what she posted on her Instagram and all of her social feeds. I'm just going to read it for you. Great. She says, I have come to the decision today that I can no longer play the character of Missy on the animated TV show, Big Mouth. At the start of the show, I reasoned with myself that it was permissible for me to play Missy because her mom is Jewish and white, as am I. But Missy is also black and black characters on an animated show should be played by black people. And just to note, Black here is all capitalized, which the Merriam-Webster Dictionary said this is the correct way to do it when referring to people. That's great to she know says, because I've seen it done mm-hmm. so many different ways and I never know. Yes. Yeah. She says, I acknowledge how my original reasoning was flawed, that it existed as an example of white privilege and unjust allowances made within a system of societal white supremacy, and that in me playing Missy, I was engaging in an act of erasure of black people. Mm. Ending my portrayal of Missy is one step in a lifelong process of uncovering the racism in my actions. As I look back on the nature and emergence of my own voice in comedy, I know that I have made mistakes along the way. Mm. I can't change the past, but I can take accountability for my choices. I will continue to engage in meaningful anti-racist action, to be thoughtful about the messages in my work, to be curious and open to feedback, and to do my best to take responsibility for the ways that I am part of the problem. Most importantly, though, to anyone that I've hurt, I am so very sorry. Black voices must be heard. Black lives matter. Wow. And then Nick Kroll um, posted, uh, after thoughtful discussion with us and our Black collaborators, Jenny Slate has decided, and we wholeheartedly agree, that Missy on Big Mouth should be voiced by a Black actor. We sincerely apologize for and regret our original decision to cast a white actor to voice a biracial character. We made a mistake, took our privilege for granted, and we're working hard to do better moving forward. We are proud of the representation representation that Missy has offered cerebral, sensitive women of color, and we plan to continue that representation and further grow Missy's character as we recast a new Black actor to play her. Mm. We thank Jenny for her decision and for creating with us an inspiring, compassionate, and very human character. We look forward to being able to explore Missy's story with even greater authenticity in the years to come. And that's from 
um, the creators of Big Mouth. Wow. And then similarly, Central Park came out on Apple TV a couple weeks ago and Kristen Bell portrays a, a mixed race character. Mm. And Central Park released a statement that she posted on her Instagram and social media, the same thing. This character's name was Molly. And she writes in the comment on her post, this is a time to acknowledge our acts of complicity, and here is one of mine. Playing the character of Molly on Central Park shows a lack of awareness on my pervasive privilege. Casting a mixed-race character with a white actress undermines the specificity of the mixed-race and Black American experience. Mm -hmm. It was wrong, and we on the Central Park team are pledging to make it right. I am happy to relinquish this role to someone who can give a much more accurate portrayal, and I will commit to learning, growing, and doing my part for equality and inclusion. So I guess I just wanted to say, like, you know, a big part of these conversations moving forward is acknowledging our complicity. We all have inevitably made mistakes. There's no way around it. Yes. Um, and I just wanted to know kind of what you thought. This is in our industry. And what do you think about... I know there will be some people who say too late, you made the mistake, you never should have done it in the first place, you're just covering your ass. And I know some people will say, this is how you execute an apology for when you have done wrong. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, I just wanted to kind of bring that to the table and then have a little discussion with you about what we think about that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think I'm so bummed that these opportunities did not go to actors of color before. Yeah. You know, that bums me out. I also understand because I think I read that Kristen Bell is going to be voicing another character on the show mm. and they don't know who yet, but like she still has an opportunity to be on there and make money, you know, so that's interesting. And it's like for Jenny Slate, it sounds like stepping down from this character is absolutely the right thing to do. And she is going to miss out on a lot of money voicing that character. And at the same yeah. time, it should have just gone to a black actor from the beginning. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think as far, I'm bummed that it happened to start with. I love that these actors and these teams are correcting their mistakes. Yeah. But as far as apologies go, I mean, that's a really, those are really good apologies. Right. I listened to an episode of Unlocking Us by Brene Brown. It's actually mm -hmm. a two parter. Yeah. About apologizing from, uh, the woman who did the dance of anger, Harriet Lerner, mm -hmm. who, which we've covered that book on the podcast, y'all. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. but she is one of Brene Brown's heroes. And it's so exciting to hear Brene fangirl out over someone. It's really delightful. Yeah. Um, but she talks about what makes a real apology, right? And this is, hey, we did wrong. Here's what we're doing to make it better. We're so sorry. It's not going to happen again. You know, there, and then so, they have to follow through. <laughs> yeah, correct. Cause it means nothing if it's just words, right? So, right. So I love that. I, I think it's really powerful when respected public figures take action like that. They really set the stage. You know, we're always looking around us for like, what, like, even if, even if these mea culpas and, and this acknowledgement is sort of the, um, what's in vogue, you know, mm -hmm. to, to say it bluntly, as long as it's happening, I don't care why it's happening, you know, like as long yeah. as it is happening, I think that's what's important. 
What do yeah, you think? That's so interesting because I just feel like, you know, I'm trying to, I don't think there's a comparison, obviously, to the Me Too movement and mm-hmm. to what's happening now. But I do think the reaction, I can compare a little bit because we saw people come out who had been quote unquote caught in Me Too or named and mm-hmm. they came out with apologies. Um, and then we saw the same behavior from them. We didn't see any mm-hmm. effective change. Mm-hmm. So I, so it, it appeared that they were more sorry they got caught than they were apologizing for behavior. Um, right, right. Right. But this seems different in that it's like apologizing for systemic privilege and choices mm-hmm. versus specific behavior. So my, and it sounds like they've already laid out individual plans to kind of incorporate more voices and make sure that this doesn't happen again. And I I hope that truly happens. Yeah. Those are, those are the most interesting stories are stories that, you know, that everyone can see themselves in versus just a small percentage of people. Yeah, absolutely. And just, I think showing Hey, it's okay to apologize. Even if you are a public figure, it's okay to do this. It sounds like they already did step down from those roles, right? And they're being cast. So that's action being taken. Like, I I think it's a good start. It's a good start. And by the way, like, wouldn't it have been great if there weren't just one black character on each of these cartoon shows? Yeah. You know? It's like, oh, the one role went to that person. It's like, well, come on. Why weren't there maybe more? Yeah. And I also just think like, hopefully now this decision gets moved back further and further and further so that in the initial conceptualization, there's more than one character like you're talking about in the writer's room. There's more than one, you know, female or two, two black writers that, that we really are doing our very best throughout the entire process. We kind of pull apart the whole process and put it back together to make sure that we don't have systemic racism and a lack of diversity as a problem from tip to tail. Yeah. And that the only people making, you know, like it just feels like, yeah, if there were like a black exec overseeing that show or a black producer or someone in a higher, you know, someone with hiring power, would a white actor have been okayed in those roles? Yeah. That's why we need diverse boards and diverse, upper ranks of companies. I think about like when Sony cast Scarlett Johansson and, and the ghost in the shell, and she was playing a Japanese character. It's like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Or, um, oh my God, what is her name in, uh, Dr. Strange? Tilda Swinton. Or when Emma Stone played a native, you know, Islander. It's like, yeah. Like why does everybody keep doing this? Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully that will not be cool anymore. It was never cool. And hopefully it will be like, like this, like not deeply, cool. <laughs> deeply uncool. Yeah. Yeah. Because it seems like they're making choices based off of money projections. And so if, you know, somebody does it once and then that nobody goes to see the movie, hopefully they'll stop and do that. So we have to vote with our dollar. it's all connected anyway thank you for letting me bring that to you and no thanks for bringing that up that's such a um i think apologizing is part of self-help and i think this is a great follow-up to the last episode so thank you so much and that was very timely i'm sad it wasn't another um mark manson james clear tweet battle (laughs) but that was really fun i still watch them i don't know if you do but i do well you sent me a tweet the next day and i was like oh it is on (laughs) they hate each other (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh. Everybody 
life is abundant. <laughs> it sure is. Love you. Love you. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. I love it. Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less, was produced by Misty Stinnett, Lisa Linky, and Matt Sav. Our theme song was also written by Matt Sav. He's amazing. <laughs> do you want to get in touch? You do. Email us at gohelpyourselfpodcast at gmail.com. And you know, you can also find us on the social medias, Instagram at gohelpyourselfpodcast, Twitter at podcast, or check out our website, gohelpyourselfpodcast.com. And if you liked our podcast, please subscribe, rate and review us on iTunes to help other people discover our show. It's really the least you can do. And why don't you tell all of your friends? Bye! Bye.